I listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. Hey, welcome to another episode of the Black Guy Who Tips podcast. I'm your host, Rod. Joined as always by my co-host, Karen. And we're live on a Sunday. We survived the Sunday morning Black Twitter gender wars to be here with you oh, shit well then i'm glad i'm glad that i watched anime this morning here you know what i noticed is that every sunday morning you know those videos that are obviously fake videos but it's like couples arguing uh people it normally breaks down to like a man did something terrible but a woman kind of did something terrible and they and it's over the line for everybody and then everybody reacts to it those videos almost always come up on like a sunday morning of course you know why because there's nothing else to do sal yeah like i was i was and like for me i recognize them as fake immediately now mm-hmm. and i think you know and i judge the people that don't recognizes fake if i'm being honest and, and they fall for it. some people every single solitary time because yeah, it really is is what does it say about you and what it says is like you would like to be upset about something so uh you so of course here you go with some bullshit it's like oh how can i be upset you know um i, I want to share the video with y'all so y'all can see how obviously fake it is but i we're messing with crowdcast so i have to like see what the new um, um uh, the new, uh, new way of uh sharing stuff i don't know how to share my screen oh share something there we go screen boom okay so then i select this and then y'all let me know if this is gonna work um boom and then y'all let me know if you can hear the sound so are you seeing it on your side karen what i'm sharing i'm seeing it okay now i'm gonna hit play on the sound this says dude went off on woman after finding out he's not biological father of his 11 year old son shaking my head she lied to him for 11 years this is from shannon sharp's burner parody account uh what's up is why you've been lying to me for 11 years telling me that dj is my real son now he got the camera point pointed at his you know underneath his like neck or whatever he starts with a complete sentence of of you've been lied like it's it's such a setup to me it's like he's starting with the thesis statement of the of the of the sketch you know what i mean like yes. what's up is how you've been lying to me saying that dj is my real son why you been lying to me what i've been lying about i got a dna says on a dna saying what saying that he's not my son let me see this DNA test. You don't need to see it. I saw it. It sounds like some tubey shit. Right. <laughs> this some of y'all jam. And like you don't see the woman in here, but mm-hmm. I mean the thing someone this morning was saying like, you know, they think a lot of this stuff is just people trying to capitalize on massage noir, you know, misogyny directed towards black women. Mm-hmm. And I I agree it is, you know, uh many times, but the black women are in on it in the sketch and then often the man is made to look bad and foolish too so like it's 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 like it's capitalizing on the fight more than just like one direction you know some of them are one direction where it's like women bitches be tripping man right but then some of them are like you know like the dudes that don't want to pay child support or something it's like well clearly that's not about making black women look bad only a black man will look bad saying some stupid ass shit like 
i don't want to pay child support because y'all knew i wasn't shit when you got with me but then they (laughs) but people share it and then it what the real thing is the confirmation bias that we're better than these people so all of us want to believe that these are people out here recording themselves putting it out to the internet as if they don't know the judgment's gonna come back and we're and we go yeah i'm a good man i would raise my kids like what nigga you supposed to i would never lie and say it was somebody else baby like okay congrats <laughs> how you gonna be lying to me for 11 years why would you do that to me who where's the lie the I lie is you you it. are the lie you have been lying to me for 11 years having me believe that my son that i've been raising for 11 years is not really my son like how could you do that to me like what what can you say for yourself right now what made you get a dna test because i went through your phone i'm just waiting on them to be like line please <laughs> and cut the end of the scene uh all right i got a few notes uh do a little bit a little bit more emotions so that was one of them um uh okay i can hit stop sharing here how to do that did that work okay yeah I, I think it is so that was one of them and i think and it don't matter but just so you know i think you're under my account just so you know i'm under your account when i share it or yeah yes i seen my name so i was like he might be you because oh. remember i was on the computer before so it might be oh of my stuff. not that it but matters. i'm logged in as me on crowdcast okay it says the blackout tips it's my picture up here in the right top right corner no problem okay um but anyway and then that was one of them i to me obviously fake i mm-hmm. i don't know i know a lot of people want to believe in that because they want the drama it's like reality tv it's like how people want to believe everything that happens on reality tv must be real because then your judgment of it gets to be real and you don't feel foolish for being like invested in a fake story Mm -hmm. but a lot of times it is fake and in this case this is like a lesser version of that here's another one i saw uh i thought this one was also um tremendously um fake um and the main thing that made me realize this is fake this shit was like part six of x amount of parts so you've been recording this shit oh, part six what's this trapped in the closet the fuck is this <laughs> exactly so this is this is the caption men really be babies yes i would be upset but it's never this deep i hope she packed her things and got the hell out asap it's a girl the girlfriend of elite's boyfriends nba 2k overall players part six he is done with her. Part six, y'all. and sing <laughs> yes more emotion next time all right prop people all right exchange it out all right come sweep the floor all right in five four three two one like you didn't read about this in the paper there was no police report for domestic violence or assault or cops getting called out to here and, and they this got a, music this immaculate mansion size house with no something y'all airbnb to rent it no signs of life in it in uh, any other way you think gonna have clothes sitting around and have nothing on the all table all right everybody all right everybody everybody be quiet i i i, I need to, to sound of the room be quiet yeah and action <laughs> all right <laughs> 
it just happens to have perfectly situated stuff the only stuff sitting around is stuff sitting on the table for him to slam down right like, ain't no pictures on the wall <laughs> it looks like nobody lives there they rented this shit out and like someone told me they think it might even be an old video because they were saying that um apparently uh this this was a trend on um uh like youtube couples were doing this a while ago like a couple years ago where they would be like i deleted my man's uh madden saves and he lost his whole thing and then they would film the reaction and it would always be like oh look at how fucked up these people are um and so another thing i see too on uh, when i would go on like my facebook reels people often like repeat premises and just mm-hmm. repeat jokes like completely steal the joke mm-hmm. like i seen one where there's like a white dude who used a filter to make his face look like a rat and it was like you know pov rats when um you leave uh poison cheese out of something <laughs> and it was like that's hilarious but 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 what's crazy is like i saw it the first time and i laughed i thought man that's funny that's original i saw something the next day it was a black dude same filter saying the exact same lines like i don't know if it was supposed to be like one of those lip sync things where they're just repeating somebody else or what but it was just like oh now it's your turn to try to go viral with something that clearly you didn't create Mm -mm. and clearly like one of y'all line at least if not both and so what i'm saying is like the incentive to fake it and make shit pumped up like more and more and more Mm -hmm. is so high that you will see somebody do some shit like this where it's like well the last dude he uh he walked out and punched his car i gotta escalate it i gotta slam a playstation 5 on the ground and then throw a chair through the wall yeah i got i got a one up this is why i like the uh hello mr george shit because uh mm-hmm. it's just a dude talking about hello mr george and like wow shit is happening i mean like no matter who does that it's gonna quote unquote be the same right so it's just i don't know it just seemed like every sunday morning some shit like this pop off mm-hmm. and it really made me think like damn like it's crazy like people are legitimately invested in um making sure that this content goes viral you know by by like dunking on it like they don't, i don't even think they know that they're part of the the equation on this shit right you know to them it's just like oh i saw a video man men are babies or women be lying about having kids it's like are you fucking stupid you don't see this a setup right they just happen to have a camera on like i seen videos too sometimes where it's like somebody will do something like stop at an intersection in front of a crosswalk and then like the pedestrian literally steps inside of their car because it's a, a it has the sunroof down they stepped inside of the car walked over top of the car and then kept walking and nothing happened and people was like yeah man see i would have did this i would have did that and i was like nigga it's fake them people know each other clearly and the person filming it too they just happen to pull their phone out and start filming at it, the right time and they caught that spectacular moment and put it and they just happen to be a tiktoker like get the fuck out of here it's just right. man we want to be fooled man i don't know how we're gonna make it through the digital ai and the and the deep fake robots gonna take us all out we not gonna make it people no, think, we not people really think that there was like a picture of trump being arrested by like beyonce in new york and it was people like this the liberals have gone too far it's like what is happening oh anyway <laughs> 
welcome to the blackout tips guys uh the official weapon of the show is the taser an unofficial sport bullet ball and bullet ball extreme um and uh the show notes is how you leave feedback for the show we respond to it we talk about it on saturdays when we do our feedback show um and we appreciate everybody takes time out to do that you know whether it's a voicemail or email or whatever thank you because we wouldn't do it without you uh now let's get into some regular ass news get into it guys um hulu is creating a documentary about atlanta's freaknik freaknik oh i'm here for it yeah i just feel like it's a lot of church aunties and uncles that's gonna have to come clean do do some explaining yeah because it's got never before seen footage uh the documentary is called freaknik the wildest party never told i was just young enough to miss that phase like when mm-hmm. a lot of that shit was happening yeah 94 95 was uh when it was at its peak mm-hmm. and messed up traffic in atlanta and then they and, started changing all the rules and shit to get yeah. that shit the fuck out of atlanta and then by the late 90s the city was like mm-hmm. they killed it mm-hmm. um so i'm sure they'll be pulling up some of y'all church aunties uh Mm-hmm. pictures in the yeah. daisy dukes come on some of y'all say sanctify holy ghost field folks gonna have to do some explaining mm-hmm. um but yeah I, jermaine dupree is one of the executive producers of the doc so um uh, it will be official um so yeah some of y'all might see some people that y'all know some of y'all older family members Shit, some of y'all might see yourselves true some of y'all know and y'all know what the clock is ticking okay go ahead and come clean free up bear your soul jesus forgives okay tell everybody what you was out here doing you know you used to be uh freaking on saturday night and up in church on sunday come on but you got the nerves to judge the kids today that's why i'd be like stop that bullshit y'all mm-hmm. that's all i'm saying uh justice clarence thomas says he didn't have to disclose luxury trips get the fuck out of here so this nigga was getting luxury trips from a billionaire uh him and his wife took these trips they were paid for by harlan crow harlan crow who is a republican mega donor um and collects goddamn mega donor not a he he ain't a regular ass donor he a mega donor that means he gives big money yes and uh he happens to also collect nazi memorabilia yeah personal collection not on display you can't walk in yeah. there and see it and there's only one side of, uh, of the collection too yeah who the fuck yeah they never collect the jewish side but mm-hmm. who the fuck first of all the, the clarence thomas is like this is my friend and my friend was giving me trips first of all no one's that friendly 
you've never met somebody that friendly dog you've never had a friend give you five hundred thousand dollar trips every year that didn't want none every year you know how people want something in return right right you know how people get that rich by keeping the money they don't get that rich by giving show me the other people he's giving five hundred thousand dollar trips to off the books Mm-mm. they get return on it they investments because that to them that's an investment secondly you got fucking uh disclosure rules for every other level of judge and government official except the supreme court right so that's that bullshit because he knows if he was at any other level than the supreme court he'd have to disclose this and he'd be disbarred he'd be reprimanded he'd probably lose his job but because it's the supreme court and a lot of that stuff is mostly left to self-regulate such as like when you're supposed to like withhold yourself from a case because you're biased he never does that his wife is responsible for the insurrection in many in many parts and he won't withhold himself from any cases involving the insurrection which obviously seems like a conflict of motherfucking interest to anybody else that have been like no nigga you need you are going to be disbarred or you need to recuse yourself you pick and so now that he's been busted he's like oh i i asked and they told me i didn't need to report it and guess what just some documentation paperwork like it's some something's gonna come out and truth be told i hope they get them and the thing is uh if nothing else just to show that this is fucked up and i guarantee you that the rest of them that's possibly doing this bullshit too you know they're scared that if you investigate them you're gonna him you're gonna investigate me too yeah and i mean honestly i I think all the judges that accept this kind of shit should get out of here Mm -hmm. they already have certain loopholes that they're allowed to do like book deals and stuff i get that but taking a gift of fire like maybe he is the only one but i know uh antonin scalia i believe died on one of these trips yes he did so like these motherfuckers are dirty and just so happens for an unbiased position with supposedly you don't want nothing from the judge happens to be the party that y'all always rule in the favor of right just so happens and the blatant naked uh just stripping of power uh from the ju- from the justices just a blatant display of obvious bias and complete lack of any level of logic or consistency over the last few years especially from the fucking republican justices and i'm calling them republican because they're not conservative Mm-mm. they're republican mm-hmm. Th- shit like this is partially is like we should be looking into this for this reason yes like why the fuck are you always on that side you know because it would make sense if I, you were getting half a million dollar vacations then maybe you will probably you know rule in the favor of the people that gave you the money agreed um but yeah people like it's crazy like listen to um go listen to sisters in law podcast it's hashtag sisters in law go listen to that podcast not this week i'm sure they talked about it again but i haven't heard this week yet go listen to last saturday's podcast where they were all on top of this this is when it first was starting to have scuttle but and they talked about like when they were uh lawyers and when they were working within the system they would have to do stuff like report any gift over 25 dollars like anything more than like you bought my coffee oh you know what i'm saying i gotta go report to somebody this nigga knew that's why it's been hush hush he's not flexing on these trips right um 
so yeah supreme court justices like other federal justices are required to file an annual financial disclosure report which asks them to list gifts they have received but provides exemptions for hospitality from friends five hundred thousand dollars of hospitality from a friend quote that, unquote that's too much right um i'm so, surprised they didn't put a cap on that you know like okay right. a friend but you know we still still need to put a cap on that right um all right let's get into some more news uh marquise houston i think that's how you pronounce it marquise houston has been queued, uh, uh in the hot seat since multiple reports showed the you got served actor marrying then 19 year old maya dickey in 2020 um the two met when dickey was 17 years old and the singer was 20 years older than her houston now 41 discussed the relationship on the upcoming episode of tv one's uncensored noting that neither pursued a relationship until she turned 18 so they waited a year you gotta respect that me and my wife's situation is a little different how we met through mutual friends and everything like that when i met my wife she was 17 so no real conversation no real connection until you know she was of age yeah that's interesting because like mutual friends with a 17 year old who rolling them circles you know like y'all have been kicking most, it most at people a, don't even want to hang around their own ass teenagers no matter other people teenagers you ever been kicking it as a 40 year old and your homie bring around 17 year old just to kick it just as a friend like not even just hanging out like oh yeah right. we just hanging out with 17 year olds too Mm-mm. you know you know how that go how that go hey everybody loves to hang around the 17 year olds said people don't understand and i got a lot of backlash from marrying someone who was 19 when we did finally start to talk i was like this woman is like me and when i would talk to her she just for one we had a spiritual connection like you nigga what the fuck was y'all talking about y'all look two different girl you remember when i had my page of pager what's a pager maybe they young at heart you know maybe he young at heart uh let and me I'll... pop my cd in what's a cd <laughs> and i feel like that's the most important thing we both love god we both love jehovah and that was the key that is true god be coming through that really is the key to a lot of stuff you know as long as y'all both got god i mean you can get away with a lot of things you know uh here's what i will say though because i always run into this dilemma and i because i'm really i think two things always happen here one the longevity if you really do stay together most of the time people end up not caring right because because for the most part the longevity of a relationship is the measure of success to most people now that's not to say yeah, that regardless right. of what happened in a relationship right. right some of you motherfuckers be beating each other and shit but it's like we've been beating each other for 20 years yes and, and everybody goes congratulations but y'all are fucking miserable you go to a comedy club and they say who been married oh they've been married 20 years give it up and they, they could be the unhappiest 20 years of their lives mm-hmm. i don't know um but that's number one longevity seems to clear a lot of this shit out so it's been three years i guess now he's like fuck it we together we a family everybody's a consenting adult ain't nobody you don't have to like it but i'm gonna continue to be a public person and this is what i have to say about it so that's one thing the second thing too is and i really don't know what to do with this because it's like we at the same time want to empower especially young women Mm -hmm. to like 
live their sexual agency with no judgment yes sir we want to say stop you know when it's chloe bailey or some shit everybody's like shut the fuck up she want to show her ass it ain't got nothing to do with you that's that's her life if she want to fuck niggas all the time that's her life it ain't got and i agree with that shit i i mm-hmm. i have chosen i don't say shit i don't Mm-mm. really give a fuck unless it's not consenting adults i don't have anything to say so if somebody is 19 and decides to marry a 40 something year old and then these motherfuckers be together and they be happy or whatever the fuck or even if they be together and eventually fizzles out which you know grown-up relationships you know with 40 year olds do that shit all the time i don't be knowing what to say to be honest like i like i honestly (laughs) like i think there's no explanation that will ever sound good on the older person's part but like when it even when it was like jada fucking her son's friend it just i just don't be knowing what to say because the person is grown technically and i don't i don't don't feel comfortable like damning these people because you can't damn them without kind of infantilizing the other person and we've seen that happen all the way up to the ages of like 25 30 years old uh especially for women where it's like no matter what like it could be a 30 year old woman but if she's dating a 60 year old man we're like how oh he he must be taking advantage of her and i'm like i don't maybe she cashed in that 30 year old uh body for for 60 year old dollars you know and on top of that i think it's uh most people to an extent have their own biases and when you get older you know how immature people are at that age and so i think for a lot of people they're going well shit nigga i will mature i know they're not mature like it's more going on to this happening but at the same time it's one of those things where regardless of how quote unquote gross or disgusted you might feel or something you were not allowed to happen in your household or maybe with your own child right they do have a, a law that says okay this is the age because uh, you know the age mm-hmm. isn't i'm growing at 25 by law the age in most instances is i'm growing at 18 and so when somebody turns 18 they are legally free to do what the fuck they want to do you might not agree you might not like it blah 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 no i wasn't mature and most of us were not mature or grown and could still be manipulated and shit at that age but at the same time it's like a catch-22 you know to it you know what do you do you need to up the age of being grown you know which they're not going to do so unless you say being grown is 25 yeah you know what do you do other than just be like okay i think it's disgusting but it is what it is yeah i think that's where i'm at correct because i I, like i'm i've really and honestly to some extent i don't even really like passing the judgment but i kind of can't help myself mm-hmm. where I, where i'm like that don't seem right because i know it doesn't really line up with my belief system which is hey man if somebody's 23 and they want to date somebody that's fucking 70 if they happy i i really don't give a fuck like mm-hmm. you know it's like they're allowed to make that decision i don't have to support it i don't have to root for it or anything but like i it's just like okay that's what they into you know nobody's breaking any laws and you know you it's if they break up one day and they get the and they tell their story and it's and it is the story of like manipulation and stuff because that happens all the time too where you see like somebody come around later and be like whatever but i think also there's there is an investment now in telling your story and making yourself like the victim of the story like when adam levine was trying to cheat on his wife and then the women that were clearly understood he was married clearly in his dm trying to fuck him 
came out and was like he took advantage of me i was only 26 or whatever and it's like okay hey, man you know, like grown. i don't i don't know what to make with this because you you were you made a grown-up decision yes, you did and then tried to turn into a baby to sell like your story of it so mm-hmm. anyway i think it'll be interesting because i think with all these relationships if if they work out nobody's gonna ever say shit again like it'll just be like how people look at jay-z and beyonce where they be like oh it was weird but we still look at them like jay-z and beyonce the couple the married couple that has three kids or and is is moguls and shit like we don't look at them as the abusive situation even after he cheated on her that the 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 whole idea of like she got to get away from him lasted a year or two and now it's back to just like oh they have room and sir happy couple it's not our business yeah and also it's a catch-22 because the way society is now uh it's a lot of pressure for a lot of young women to get married and get a man and i'll joke aside when you young guess what everybody's motherfucking broke on the average like i'm 18 nigga you ain't nigga we ain't got no money mm-hmm. and so a lot of times guess what they go after older men because a lot of times older men they're established they have money you know and shit like that you got old women going well bitch what you doing here well people even root for it to some extent yes, like they do. You, like with laurie harvey and shit like you know people root for young women to get to the bag with these old ass niggas but then we damn the old ass niggas for giving them the bag to be around it's such a anyway it's such i know it's based on power dynamics and stuff Mm -hmm. but it still feels weirdly incongruent because we are at once lionizing these young women and vilifying them and um and infant infantilizing them like all three things are happening at the same time Mm -hmm. and for the most part i've i've stopped that it ain't my business yeah yeah it ain't my business yeah you know you know people are allowed to feel however they want to feel about it you can think it's weird you can think it's creepy or whatever but by the law it's 18 you know like i said unless you're gonna increase the age of what we consider grown and making this decisions and and shit without your parents and shit like that there's literally nothing you can do once the child turns 18 yeah um breaking up is hard to do for young lovers study finds that 70 percent of gen z millennials have ghosted a would-be partner that's a lot because they're the age of people are disposable like a lot of people fail to realize that and you know everybody is everybody with with the internet most people uh, uh uh even older people have hearts have hardened to an extent and become disposable but when you are of a generation where everything is online, a lot of them, they text, they TikTok, they do all this stuff. A lot of them have eliminated interpersonal skills where you got to do shit face to face, you know. And so once you eliminate that, yes, people are disposable. When, you know, back in the day, you kind of had to meet people and get to know people. Now I'm swiping left or swiping right. So I don't know you. I don't know anything about you. I just read words and and then I determine this thing. So of course this makes sense because they don't consider there's somebody else, a human being on the other end, somebody with feelings and things like that. It's really easy to cut somebody off when you are, you know, when you are a generation that's not raised to actually have those skill unless it's your family members Mm -hmm. you know i think for a lot of people unless you have a parent that's a a, 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 or a social circle that's very 
uh aware of this and kind of force their children to go out and make friends and talk and interact and shit like that because if you ever realize if you're ever out in public a lot of times no matter where it is even at the club and shit where, where's everybody's face plugged in their telephones right. most people aren't looking up looking out looking around trying to quote-unquote interact so unless they already know you most people aren't going to do kind of old school just go up and like hey how you doing most people are like yo that's weird get away from me and all of a sudden you know the 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 the, the dynamic switches all of a sudden you're the oddball and you're the weird one for walking up and wanting to have a conversation with them all right so we had some technical difficulties but we're back up and running people in the chat got to see it all live the rest of y'all losers will never experience what just happened this Mm -mm. is time skip um (laughs) but yeah long story short i don't know what to do uh with the messaging around these uh summer spring relationships and i know a lot of it's about power dynamics with gender in very cis het normative ways because you never really see this brought up in other spaces um i feel like basically mainstream people are like we don't know what's okay for lgbtq relationships so we just don't say shit <laughs> um, so like if billy porter got a 20 year old boyfriend we just be like oh, i mean i don't know you know what i'm saying so right uh all i'm saying is uh i think i think i'm done this might be the last time i even bring this up on the show because i really don't know what to do with it um, and everybody's opinion about those types of things are all, all over the place but uh uh you had uh also bought up an article about uh yeah i'm about to get to okay. it but it's very but like also we have a very carceral mindset around it to a certain extent like it's a very like this is criminal this is like it's not just an ethical thing or a moral thing like it's a we want motherfuckers thrown in jail you know like they're grooming and shit and i'm like yeah i don't know i don't know so breaking up is hard to do for young lovers study finds 70 percent of gen x and millennials have ghosted a would-be partner the older generation are fond of saying the youth today aren't tough enough and it seems they're correct at least when it comes to their love lives researchers have found that young lovers don't have the courage to tell someone they're no longer romantically interested in them preferring instead to ghost them mm-hmm. it's easier uh people have always ghosted you know mm-hmm. uh but now it's it's a lot easier to do it people have always ghosted you change your telephone number change your email address like people have found a ways years ago go to another school like people have found ways to you know i think also you know people have found ways to ghost before but now people can do it uh differently yeah i think having a secret family on the other side of town is the the most ghosting you can do the most fucking ghosting my grandma did it it's like you there but you not really you know Mm -hmm. you uh, they can't call you some days but um yeah uh i think there's something to it but i think it might be just a we lived in a time where there wasn't the internet Mm -hmm. and there wasn't a social media and and that time was like a formative time of our lives like it wasn't like i was talking to this dude at my job and he was saying like i also didn't have social media and the internet my whole life and he's like 26 or 28 or something i'm like nigga you talking about when you was four like get the fuck out get the fuck out of here that didn't form that didn't really form anything for you for me we talking about niggas that grew up on the typewriter (laughs) right for me it it formed something in me because Mm -hmm. i could not have access to this thing um right and and it was so new nobody was using you were a weirdo for dating on the internet and stuff like that but i think since we do have the internet we do have social media 
we are also a lot more disposable to each other Mm -hmm. you know before if you ghosted somebody what did that mean like if i I can't really ghost somebody i go to high school with not really because i'm gonna see him in class the next day i'm gonna see him on the bus or whatever if you go somebody now and it's like it was always long distance or it was always happening through an app and you wouldn't really run in the same circles it's easier and maybe we would have done it too if we just had the option we just didn't correct correct yes yes uh uh uh, and it's one of those things where i realize this a lot of people and, and, and put like this ghosting is somewhat nebulous like uh, you know and ghosting means different things to different people so i would like to know what di- what people's definition of ghosting mm-hmm. is because you have some people they call it quote-unquote ghosting but nigga y'all really weren't friends y'all didn't really had no relationship the only thing you had in common was this job so once once the common thing left that person's like well you're no longer you know but that's just life yeah you know but a lot of people quote-unquote consider that ghosting but it's like well nigga we were not the best of pals and if i hadn't met you through this job i probably would not have met you at all that's different than you having some form of an intimacy with somebody and you just be like i'm out yeah yeah like uh barry in the chat said you know ghosting used to be just giving people the wrong number but it's like not really because giving someone the wrong number is something you do when you just meet somebody ghosting is like some shit you could do to somebody after months or weeks or a few dates like you know like 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 you passed the what's your number phase where you be like yeah i'm never gonna respond to you um again and i think it does hurt to be on the other side of it but if it's 70 mm-hmm. percent, that means you've been on both sides yes you have 70 percent means so many people are doing it you got people that are ghosting folks and know how it feels and then did it to did it to somebody else agreed and that's why you have a generation now and i do believe regardless of your age that's going dating is trash yeah because everybody thinks everybody's disposable so you know it's one of those things where it, you can find these true relationships and these true friendships but it's a lot harder when like say 70 percent of the people you gonna meet you probably will never have any form of interaction with them once one party decides they've had enough i think dating might be worse now i'm obviously not doing it so i don't know but also i don't think there's ever been a time in my life when people didn't think dating was trash that's true too and 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 when i say dating i'm talking about like just the way people interact on the internet because you have an uptick in online dating and all that stuff yes dating has always been trash yeah yeah i I know what you're saying i i I, i'm just saying like it i wonder it's like the tools you know what i'm saying Mm -hmm. that make it more the worst for people because i think the capacity to be their worst self or be bad and cold towards each other has always existed but the tools probably have made it like you said worse like you know before it's like if a nigga uh don't want to fuck with you no more but they gotta see you at the job it's a little different or just the fact that you might not have as many options so if i have if i can line up 15 people that want to fuck me the value of one of you that want to fuck me is much lower than it used to be whereas before my reach was like that i might could only line up three people and it's like i'm gonna keep treat each one of these three people like a precious you know commodity that they are but when it's 15 of you motherfuckers i just gotta drive 30 minutes and you know what i didn't like the way your shoes was tied right right it it also gives people more of a like you say they could be more picky which i completely understand that don't get me wrong but it's just one of those things to where just the the dynamic changed and i know me in a way i'm built i don't think i'm built 
for this age of dating like nigga you're gonna have to meet me in the street and bump into me like you know mm-hmm. but that's just how i function but i know for a lot of people they go well i don't I, the only way to meet people oh now no i'm definitely built for this type of dating like i could get so many hoes now it's crazy honestly i just think about it sometimes like woo glad i ain't in these streets because i would be <laughs> thighs out you, you know what i'm saying on these hoes they would be they had to beat me off with a stick Honey, okay all, all them sag hoes out there <laughs> Nah, but um, yeah, I, I do think the disposability is a big part, and I think um, also the other part of the disposability that doesn't get brought up as much is the ability to create intimacy out of like fumes. Like you haven't really gone through anything or done much, but you start talking and you get on social media, you get on the apps, you get on the messages and you can be breaking down some of the most intimate shit in your life to somebody you may not have gone on a physical date with them yet you may not have even met them in person to see what the chemistry is like and but it can create like a false sense of intimacy that hurts more when you when you break it off it's like oh i'm i'm actually very hurt by this you know um so i could kind of see that happening too yeah and also you know and i've experienced this not even in dating just friendships online the internet fate the internet creates a false illusion of time Mm -hmm. because guess what time is time (laughs) and you can't speed time up you can't slow time down time takes its own time however long time is and it's some things that only time will tell but when you live in a society where I only got 15 seconds to swipe left or swipe right on you you're not spending a lot of time Mm -hmm. and so yeah, like you said, you get you go, okay, I picked you, then all of a sudden you sharing all these things and yes, it hurts, but at the same time it's like, Well, how much time have you well you invested time, but it's a different type of time. Yeah, I just think your brain don't work that way. Correct. Your brain isn't making now calculations to be like, It was only a month. It hurts how much it hurts. Agreed. Getting ghost gonna hurt however much getting ghost that hurts by that person, how much you like that person and whatnot. Now what's interesting is people our age right when you start bringing up the numbers uh people 40 to 55 um 34 percent say they have ghosted somebody which is a lot lower than the 70 percent and if you go to people over 55 20 percent uh overall 45 percent of daters from all age groups say they've been ghosted by a prospective or new partner um they said singletons from london i guess singletons what they call single people uh that's a nice term i'm gonna steal that singletons from london are the most likely to ghost a partner with 47 percent on up to the practice so this is all overseas shit who knows how bad america is or good america right is. and some about a good point in the tavern that i ain't think about people do confuse uh intimacy with sex like you know sometimes people oh, yeah. actually can actually physically get up and they a lot of people confuse that even people our age yeah just because we have sex does not mean there's love involved just because you know we 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 are intimate in 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 a sexual manner it does not mean everybody's going to feel the same yeah but you know what's interesting is people always say it from that angle i think that's like a common saying and a common point of view but here's the uncommon point of view or the other side of that that you don't hear people saying it's a lot of people having intimacy and not having sex Uh, like you've talked to somebody and shared shit with them possibly done stuff with them that is more relationshipy than even fucking 
you know what i mean and so like i think that's what people get their wires crossed and it's like why am i so fucking hurt i didn't even fuck this person right or or, you know we weren't even together like that and it's like because we kind of are fast forwarding everything Mm -hmm. you know whether it be whether it be physical fast forwarding or just like emotional fast forwarding it's like we have so much more access to each other and i know that that shit hurt it nobody wants to admit when it hurts but it fucking hurts when you it's it's like me and this person were talking every day and then it's just boom done and it seems to not really be any type of moral reckoning on just the idea of like how much that hurts somebody and how foul it is to do that shit because i guess uh, every enough people are doing it to each other that it's, it washes out yeah because because if, if you admit that you know because the age of the internet uh emotions are considered a bad thing so when you admit that you've been hurt and you admit that you've been ghost when you admit that this shit is fucked up everybody looks at you like you like you like you're the quote-unquote weak one like showing emotions it's weak for a lot of people and all jokes aside a lot of people have turned out his pain and hurt and shit what are they ice cold never forgive Ho is life no i joke on that but before that's where a lot of these terms come from to, mm-hmm. it's a self-protection mechanism that people put out here to protect themselves from being hurt again um and let's talk about some more relationships guys i know y'all like when we talk about relationship stuff on the show um and if you don't you just don't listen it's fine a harvard trained psychologist if you use any of these nine phrases every day your relationship is more successful than most okay you want to know what the phrases are yeah i guess let's go i appreciate your effort is number one Okay. all these phrases always every time we do an article like this all these phrases always sound like you could also use them sarcastically and they and they would break and you would get a divorce <laughs> come on it's like it's like it's like if i come by the dishwasher and and karen has an act or like if i come by if i come by the clothes the laundry hamper or whatever mm-hmm. karen's taking the clothes out of the dryer but she didn't dry them and so i gotta still dry the clothes all she did was take them out of the dryer if i say i appreciate your effort i think we both know i don't mean it <laughs> right you know I'm like you you didn't really do shit you just you did one step that i could have done and i'm second. looking like well, Nick, you could have kept them words to yourself yeah exactly so i just keep that to myself i'll be like oh, okay mm-hmm. uh, a lot of people just don't know how to shut the fuck up and then they end up starting arguments but that's how all of them feel like mm-hmm. i'm like i'll just let's be earnest and take them earnestly but mm-hmm. just as a like a, a, a carte blanche just if you say these sarcastically you get mad you getting divorced uh i appreciate your effort and similar phrases i appreciate that you work so hard to support our family i'm grateful that you take the kids to school because it helps me get things done in the morning um i do think it is important to call shit like that out Mm -hmm. like you know when we like i cook almost every day for karen and then she'll come in and say and always thank me for cooking and honestly yes i appreciate the that she appreciates it so and i know a lot of people would be like i shouldn't even have to say that well nigga i'm not psychic and just like any human being there's a level of like expectation to where people start feeling unappreciated or taken for granted so it matters to me that i get a thank you you know yes sir because and on top of that everybody has different love language right and so for a lot of people they need their spouse to acknowledge 
that they appreciate these small unseen things that fucking quote unquote just get done right and so little shit like outside of the house so little shit like washing the dishes taking the dishes in and out of the dishwasher washing the clothes you know sweeping mopping all the shit that you quote unquote are supposed to do you know your spouse wants to be acknowledged that the shit is getting done because if they if no if they if they don't do it and you don't do it the shit don't get done and then everybody looking at each other like who gonna do it you know and and that's the part of the partnership so i tell i tell roger guy i appreciate him because what i don't want happen is one day he be like fuck it i ain't cooking no more you never acknowledge what i do yeah and i know people that will like the somebody does all the cooking and the other person just comes on sitting silently at the dinner table mm-hmm. eat the shit without saying nothing and it's just like man what the fuck and <laughs> and like it only take a second to say you appreciate it even if you don't like it it only take a second to save me some time i don't have to cook for your ass no more if you don't like it you know like yeah roger had to tell me if you don't like it let me know i was like i don't want to hurt your feelings yeah i mean because it just i want to be better at it and i can't get better i'm not gonna be making brussels sprouts that just go in the trash yes i like brussels sprouts if they made right yeah whatever that means but my point being (laughs) there's certain times you see shit and it's just you know communication is key another one is i like you a lot of people talk about loving each other but liking each other um is that part of it because i think what love means for a lot of people is like this perseverance and staying strong and through the bad times through the good times and we think about love at the beginning that that like very endorphin rush type of love that you know everything's butterflies in your tummy but like liking each other like it's so weird and i i know they mean it as a compliment but it's always so fucking weird to me when i tell people what i do for a living and i tell people i do this show and i do it five days a week and my co-host is my wife and they be like i couldn't have did that with my wife man i don't know you and you and you like it and y'all been doing it how long i'm always like i like talking to my wife i like to we actually really do like each other and i think it's very hard or a society or people in general misogyny whatever has painted this picture that you know y'all not supposed to like each other you know the man the wife is the ball and chain or whatever that other bullshit that people have bought in and they try to quote unquote play these roles versus i don't want to wake up every day and look somebody in the eye i don't like that's dumb to me yeah I, like it even feels a little i know people's independence is important to them so don't not like it, this is just my opinion not mm-hmm. not telling anybody else how to live but it always feels a little weird to me when people are like i uh like do do i gotta go on a vacation with my husband or something or with my with my wife or whatever and it's like you don't have to do shit obviously but it is weird that you would not want to right like can we acknowledge that is like even being independent for a certain amount of time you kind of pick this person because you do want to hang out with them you know maybe it's not every day but it, it, to some level you would like to think that that would be possible because that's definitely what you keep signing up for with this shit but you know maybe that's also why people you know get divorced because it's mm-hmm. like i actually don't believe that mm-hmm. i actually don't like you, you know? um yeah so um and then they have similar phrases like i like how devoted you are to your hobbies yeah uh, which means you're doing shit outside of me right, right. <laughs> you know because a lot of people uh, you know uh, of every gender depend on their spouses way too much you need social circles 
you need somebody to talk to outside of your significant other and i think a lot of people well don't that's that's interesting that. though because that in the i like you that is interesting to say i like that you don't spend time with, or you're spending time with something other than me you know what i mean like I, anyway to me i'm like i like you to me doesn't necessarily mean like i like that you do are doing this other thing i think it just means i like you yes you know i, I think I, the this is it's not you that said it's the okay. phrase in the article the article says i like that you are so passionate about staying healthy i like how devoted you are to your hobbies like those don't really seem to be necessarily likes of like liking that person that seems like i don't know that feels like a weird type of example yeah but but i do understand you know me the meaning behind but like this if it's from a good place i understand the meaning if not it's something different i can understand somebody yeah i I like the fact that you you are dedicated to something outside of me you know i I like the fact that you know you are happy because me saying i like your hobbies means i like you being happy enjoying whatever the shit that you're doing that i might not give a fuck about sure like i said i think as examples those are just they felt like they needed some examples and those weren't agreed those weren't it uh <laughs> well a professor whatever wrote this so you know yeah. you know that's different than a normal person like you know this. what would have been a better example to me i like talking to you that uh, that yes. feels more like a i like than a, <laughs> than a i like when you leave the house like oh uh, okay i mean i like leaving the house too but that's a weird <laughs> a weird thing to like about me but sure uh, it depends on the relationship some people might not like leaving the house yeah anyway help me better understand this so this is like when somebody does something that might be upsetting you or somebody does somewhere that you need them to communicate the issue to you help me better understand this mm-hmm. you know i don't know why this is upsetting to you so please help me see your perspective i want to work through this wonderfully phrase i I like that phrasing i I want to work through this together i need to understand you better do that Mm -hmm. yeah Yeah. i like those and and yeah and a lot of that is uh communication skills yeah and uh you'd be amazed how many grown-ass adults will fuck you but won't sit down and have a heart-to-heart communication thing to let you know how they really feel Mm -hmm. you know and it's like well this relationship need to be based off more than fucking because you know once you know particularly if you with somebody long enough the body changes everybody's body changes you might not fuck as often so what is the foundation of this if the foundation is just off of sex uh yeah help me better understand this uh, uh i think it's just a, a proactive phrase for something that is about uh communication especially in disagreements i think a lot of times people see power dynamics as like winning an argument winning a fight you know who who got their way as opposed to like a hey man we're in this together help me understand what the issue is so that i can help with whatever the problem is yes because a lot of you know a lot of times i think people are just more like do what i say (laughs) yes yes and and that is dangerous uh because everybody's grown and so it's one of those things where i don't look at a relationship and just talk for myself as a power struggle if i have to power struggle with you the fuck we together for we're in this together we are supposed to be a unit 
and so it's one of those things where all jokes aside people have to learn how to be a unit people have to learn how to give and take and it's not something particularly if you've been single for a very long time and used to making your own decisions and haven't had to consider anybody else anyone's opinion about what you're gonna do and all this shit and call in all that shit it it, 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 it could be a, a shock to your routine but if you want the unit to work or, 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 or have the dynamic of the relationship to work there has to be forms of communication there like you you can't get around that it will cause problems sooner or later like for me example is if your wife is like hey i don't like what's going on with uh the election i would like to overthrow the election and then you as like a supreme court justice you could say hey help me better understand how to help you overthrow this election no 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 i I don't don't like this agreement karen did i mean listen the marriage is a marriage they Mm, happen no i no no if that's the case fall out with each other okay all right well you just went back on all your own advice i did number four i'm listening uh I'm t- i'll stop talking now and really try to listen to your point of view i want to hear your side of things e- even if we ultimately disagree um yeah i mean i feel like listening has become such a loaded term that now when someone says they're listening it's more like at least my default is to be like oh, here comes some patronizing bullshit you're not really listening but if you earnestly listen it is important i yeah. normally say i'm listening uh when they're talking to karen but it's mostly because she repeats herself <laughs> I do. So it's like you already told me this. I was listening the whole time, and I listened the first time. So we can skip past this part of it and get into the new information. And he'll tell me that sometimes I have to remind myself. And like I said, it's probably somebody to go to therapy about because I know that that right there is a childhood thing, like like some trauma for me t- talking to people and people just ignoring the fuck out of me <laughs> like I I know I I think I know where that comes from, and so I I'm more. I'm not as bad as I used to be, but every now and then I will get like that. Uh, I had to learn that when Roger told me he was listening, he was actually listening because a lot of motherfuckers tell you they listening, but God damn it, they not listening. But no, Roger's actually listening to me. He'll actually be like, oh yeah, I, rem- I said that. I was like, oh, okay. And that's one of the things I just said that made me fall in love with you for the fact that I was like, oh, this nigga actually heard me the first time. He was like, yeah, I actually did. I actually remember what you said. I'm actually listening to you. I was like, oh, he a keeper. He ain't just bullshitting me yeah i definitely someone said stop it rod but i'm not gonna stop because it's my time too y'all don't live here <laughs> and when you play, when you're just trying to play a video game or some shit and you want to listen to the new story but you got to get the 20 minutes of shit you already heard is no i have things to do you have things to do speed this shit up and i'm yeah. a talker so y'all, want me, to, y'all talker. want me to get they want me to get secretly get cancer from holding in my frustration all the time <laughs> and, and not being honest about like hey we already talked about this <laughs> and i'll be like oh okay and i'll be like let, let me fast forward the story oh never mind she was talking about clarence thomas okay never mind different uh different joke <laughs> um <laughs> i'm sorry is the next one and that's a big one because you be uh, honey niggas don't like to apologize if you fucked up nigga you fucked up just say i'm sorry but people have all these prize and i got to win the fight and all this other bullshit and go to sleep mad and angry and upset who got time for that i'll take a genuine i'm sorry i don't like these fake i'm sorry's no i don't like and, it, and y'all know what i'm talking about i'm not talking about fake apologies nope nope you don't you you, you gotta hear me out karen you don't know what i'm talking about i'm talking about these 
i'm sorry for shit that you don't need to be saying i'm sorry for oh i'm guilty like like where it's just like uh like if i come if i'm in the kitchen or something and karen needs to get like a spoon and she goes i'm sorry it's like for needing a spoon nigga am i ice turner (laughs) who the fuck needs to apologize for that shit and then he'll stop picking at me then i'll be like oh yeah i'm not sorry he be like right and then a lot of back to my childhood <laughs> yeah like you like now you make me feel like i'm a bad person <laughs> it, what kind of asshole needs these constant apologies all the time i'm not i'm, I'm better i'm than definitely that. not that person that that's sitting around like oh this motherfucker came in to get a spoon i know she's singing me in the kitchen like what kind of <laughs> asshole egomaniac would would need that and a lot of that comes from being a woman needing to shrink yourself and all right. that other bullshit but i you know Roderick isn't um like that and it's one of those things where i literally have to learn how to deprogram myself from that you know because a lot of people are like the fuck you know and and they just keep it moving on and i'm like oh i apologize i'm i'm like i said i'm not over the years i have improved Roderick has brought it up to my attention enough where i'm more aware of it than i used to be because it used to just mm-hmm. automatically come out like program okay program my brain was just programming it, uh, it out it's not as bad but it, it pops out every now and then i forgive you can you forgive me this is a weird one to me because i get the i forgive you part but the can you forgive me feels like could be some bullshit I'm not saying it's no it never applies there are some times where both of you fucked up and you gotta and it applies but sometimes it's just one forgive that need to happen like if you fucked up i forgive you but if it's like we both fucked up okay maybe then i'll add the can you forgive me so maybe they're assuming that like i just don't want to be in a situation where i was right or i was wrong and then there's an extra level of like and can you forgive so that we both feel like we both did the wrong thing like no nigga only one of us fucked up like don't trick me i know we can't change the past so i'm actually trying to let it go and move forward I made a mistake and I'm trying to forgive myself. I hope you can forgive me too. I like those two better than that first one. Yeah, same. Seven, I'm committed to you. Even when times are tough, I still choose to be with you. I'm here and I want to make this work. We're a team. Yeah, I think those are two good ones. Mm-hmm. You know, I think people can forget those on the daily. Yes, they can. Um, not some, it is weird to say it's a phrase that you have to say. It was like, if you say one of these phrases every day, I feel like that phrase is not going to come up every day. Mm, if it does, we need, we, <laughs> right. we need to reevaluate our relationship. Like that's a look, you looking through my phone type of the phrase or some shit. Let's have some fun. That's a good one. Mm-hmm. That's a good one. Cause I do think a lot of times with love and relationships, the longer they last, the less shit you try to the less you're just always trying to make something fun right. and sometimes you forget to have fun because like now they're part of your life you're paying bills you're going to work you're yeah, the responsibilities and shit kick in because yeah. like i said at the beginning of the love it's intense particularly young love is very intense but the longer you build with somebody it don't mean you don't love them the love is just not as intense and a lot of times you have to re-remind people the reason that you do love them and you and you still have those same feelings that you had a long time ago yeah i was thinking about this today where um <laughs> how at the beginning uh, I, I feel like a lot of couples go through this but uh at the beginning you can go into the shower a shower together and try to have like a sexy shower and then like 
at some point you just start having like functional showers where it's like one don't even make sense to shower together a lot of times it's not efficient but two if we are hey man i'm just trying to get in here and get out i'm trying to get some of this water on me your water be too hot my water too cold right uh you know we both got our own rags we both uh, got our own different soaps we (laughs) different (laughs) routines for the hair like it's not like it's it's like we gotta go to work and we gotta be there in 20 minutes so the shower is decidedly less uh skinamax and a lot more uh you know uh like an army movie (laughs) come on let's get in and get out this bitch and both of those are, are love to me but one of them's decidedly not fun right <laughs> both are intimate but one is fun one is like oh yeah let me help you floss the crack you know up in here <laughs> and then the other one is like can you move out the way i need to get to the water Thank oh, my, you. my time to be at the front oh wait a minute let me turn the water yeah. down yeah yeah that's my soap that's my soap all right because you know uh, i i like the water ha ha yeah. roger like that bitch too high that roger boy i'm like that water too cold uh we should get some fresh air i want to do something fun today i know i'm a lot sometimes let's take a breather for the tough topics and watch a comedy hey that second one i just don't want to be in a relationship with you (laughs) (laughs) i know i'm a lot sometimes let's take a breather from the tough topics and watch a comedy man who the fuck am i dating tough topics every day b uh and number nine is i love you which is you know we say every day of course mm-hmm. um all right that was that was nice right that was kind yes, of a palate cleanser um let's get into some other news what time are we looking at okay we had an hour um maybe we can do some fucking with black people you know i do i do like that um and of course i just remembered i restarted my computer and had to wait for uh wait for the foul up, for, uh, <laughs> to, to come back up because you shut everything down I was like oh what you didn't do you didn't you forgot to reopen me yeah i had everything open earlier but for some reason um foul explorer is moving slow all right so uh what do we say we're gonna do fuck with black people mm-hmm. all right let me get the fucking with black people music let's try to do the drop version <laughs> fucking with black people Donald Glover claims oh fucking with black people is where we go around the globe find different articles and uh, talk about how much we feel fucked with by those articles as black people and we score them from 0 to 100 intervals of 25 um, today's contestants everybody Donald Glover claims Tina Fey told him he was a diversity hire on 30 Rock. Oh. Yeah, in 2006, he got hired for the role while he was still a resident assistant. At the time, he said he often felt out of place. It definitely didn't feel like I was supposed to be there, he told GQ. I used to have stress dreams every night where I was doing cartwheels on the top of a New York skyscraper with other writers watching me. According to Glover, the series creator and actress Tina Fey told him that he had only been recruited to make the team more diverse. There's no animosity between us or anything like that, but Tina said it herself. It was a diversity thing. The last two people who were fighting for the job were me and Kenya Barris. I didn't know it was between me and him until later. He hit me one day and he was like, I hated you for years. Um, yeah, uh, zero to a hundred. Twenty-five. I guess I'm a little irritated. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's one of those things where um, 
sometimes a diversity hire is how only way some of us get in the room sometimes <laughs> you know what i'm saying so it's like oh i get it you know i i completely understand you know her telling him that is a whole nother thing and you know that was you know her choice she didn't have to tell him anything but for the fact that she did you know i guess one of those things where she was like oh, okay i can this is something i can tell you you know um and it kind of sucks there can only be one type of mentality because you know they may have could have hired them both but they only decided for one yeah i think when he says there's no animosity that's a big clue as to how she told him and that it wasn't her belittling him and being mm-hmm. like you know you're only here because you're a diversity hire or something you know the racist way that people say it and this is the catch 22 of intentional diversity intentional um mixing up of 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 uh different people into your writer's room you know with us we really didn't have women writers uh for the most part for our show the first season um you know we had arguably one woman who was writing for the show mm-hmm. this year we have um two women writers for the show and when we did the women's ncaa even though like two women pitched it and two dudes pitched it the women were the ones who wrote the piece and i you could feel it around the office it was very important that they be the ones who write it mm-hmm. um because you know you still got to go through the process there's all this uh, you know all this stuff about it but it was important that they be the ones that write it because everybody else ain't got the lived experience right and you fuck around and say and do some shit that's highly offensive or highly just un un, unconnected and and now we all got to live with that failure you know (laughs) where it's like damn who wrote who thought this would be a good part to write and it's like some dude you know so the point being like i don't think it is something that's upsetting i think if anything it shows the intentionality about diversity Mm -hmm. um but at the same time the more the only part that's quote-unquote upsetting to me is like as you said this weird limitation mindset of like we need black writers we'll get one you know or something like that right you know because no one wants to lose their job and then they don't want to expand it by like five jobs and five black people or whatever and that's just the one that's just one area right Mm -hmm. black they might have need they might not have had any lgbtq people in there they might not have had any they might not have a lot of women they might not have had people from other ethnic origins other locations around the world so yeah but yeah i'm not fucked with really to be honest because i just i can see how somebody would tell you that out of a good place and it not be a bad thing right and it not means be a bad thing i think a lot of times people associate that with a bad thing because their own personal interactions with people but a lot of it is the difference between a dog you know we went through you know blah 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 blah, versus you only got here because those are two separate phrases if he said it if he had animosity or beef with her i would assume she said it in a fucked up way agreed but being that he don't i assume she said it to him in the way that a lot of people say it when they're giving you some real talk when they're when they're you know like we've had instances in our writer's room where something comes up and we're like i'm glad a person from this background was in this room because we was about to go out here and fuck up and that and and i don't think there's anything wrong acknowledging that that is the value to the room partially is not just you're not just here because you're talented and stuff you're here because you know shit that we don't know agreed and a bunch of white people sitting around writing some shit is definitely gonna fuck up in a bunch of different areas so you know you might be the person that can get us to finesse it through in a way that we wouldn't so 
I think if he had beef, I'd I'd feel differently. But I, I, my guess is she just hit him with that like, you look, you do, you kicking ass, you're doing a great job here, and you know I'm glad that we got you on on board, you know. And he knows he not stupid. He look around that room, he know who else is not in that room. So I like I said, but that's just me being on the other side of things where I wouldn't have been offended by that either, you know. Anyway, Candace Owens cries about a designer who refused to work with her husband and suggest it's like jim crow uh i guess so vanity fair interviewed her what is vanity fair doing i I don't know really wow that's that's wild as fuck yeah vanity fair did a candace owens interview the firebrand candace owens friend of kanye powerful troll power troll parlor trad wife is playing for keeps this is by emily jane fox from april 5th triggering people is her business and business good she tells vanity fair as for trump 2024 it's complicated i feel like there's a movement happening around the media right now as trump prepares to like run again and and is obviously under heavy fire from his legal issues I feel like there's a movement to legitimize his folks in the press because like marty taylor green got interviewed on 60 minutes they did a profile on her it feels like that like we need to bring these people back to the forefront and treat them like you know fixtures of life and just like hey this is just their business model (laughs) it's crazy um but yeah she tried to talk about how her husband sent an email to this dude david netto who apparently is like a interior designer or something uh mm-hmm. architect what whatnot um and um he it, they had went to a friend's house that he had worked on and was like oh we like to have him come work on our shit and apparently he sent back an email like yeah no you know what i mean <laughs> like i'm not working with y'all y'all terrible dear george thank you for the inquiry i'd rather get beat in the ass with a wooden plank that ever go near either of you kind regards david uh uh so yeah he it it was he definitely was not feeling them and she of course was acting sad about it suddenly she cares about racism if a white conservative male had written that email to an outspoken black liberal he would have lost everything they would have said it was like jim crow well here's what's interesting if that was the case you would have been the one defending the white person Mm -hmm. because that's what you do for a living Mm -hmm. you would have said it was his right and it wasn't no problem right you just want the outrage when it benefits you you don't want it when it go the other way you always telling us not to get outraged when you said george floyd's murder was 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 not murder at all and made a whole documentary about it the black people got upset we didn't matter so it's just funny to see her try to pull that out anyway dracars for me she's a permanent dracars uh she's just a terrible person Karen, a zero girl i don't care zero okay karen's not fucked with her i don't care i feel like as soon as i hear her name dracars you know she on the list um let's see what else happened uh glorilla said she was racially profiled by employee at a hotel valet parking lot while trying to verify that she owned her own car 
yeah uh on saturday glorilla took the instagram event about her being racially profiled um i guess you know they say she can't fuck with them but then they wouldn't fuck with her just like the ashy everywhere okay karen doesn't know that song mm-hmm. all right um i'm sorry i don't hey what the fuck is up y'all yes it's me i'm driving again bitch what i'm a driving ass hole now i don't get no fuck what mm-hmm. <laughs> i'm sending out my nails i'm on my way to get them done right now but y'all quick story so i was uh i was leaving my hotel um i went down to the valet to get him the keys i mean get the keys had him bring my car back down and so i'm telling them the number on my room i'm like zero 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 that's not the real number but you know that's just a number i'm saying and so he like he looked at it he said you said zero 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 i'm like yeah he like mm-hmm. this, this isn't yours this is a mercedes car this car is expensive this isn't yours i'm like what the fuck you mean bitch give me my motherfucking car this is my motherfucking car i just told you the motherfucking number on the room and then i give me the car he just knew i was sitting like people is still so racist these days like how how you gonna look at me and tell me this ain't my motherfucking car the fuck <laughs> so i had the motherfucking pull up my video i don't know who the fuck he thought i was y'all then like i don't know if he thought because i had some sweats on and shit that i want shit that i want on shit because you know i be trying to have i don't be wanting people to just see me and shit but i had to go and lie to his ass real quick come on i'm a billionaire stop playing with me <laughs> the fuck who you think you talking to you know you talking to a motherfucking bitch i will have my people to sue you in this whole motherfucking goddamn shit fuck how you gonna tell me this ain't my college you racial profiling me ho fuck <laughs> you raised the profile of me hoe <laughs> oh man she's adorable uh, that's hilarious i know twitter black twitter tried to cancel her but i'm i'm not gonna stop supporting her i love her um but yeah uh zero to 100 karen we got the story you know from straight from glow mouth oh that's that's 100 because uh uh bitch if i tell you my number is one two three four you better go pick my shit up like yeah. I, I i'm the one that you know roger be like oh i knew some shit was gonna go wrong i'm like can i speak to the manager karen is definitely to speak to the manager i'm person. like the fuck you mean this ain't going right i got my my shit in a row we gonna we gonna handle this right here yeah uh so what did you score it a hundred a hundred i give it a hundred too like i th- also like you know if a white per- I, we know but if a white person was showed up in some sweats and said it was their bmw it wouldn't have been a problem at all they they wouldn't have been a problem it'd be like oh this billionaire must like to dress down that would have been the answer <laughs> all of a sudden with her it was like you stealing <laughs> all right um last one daniel caesar is back in the news he of course famously asked black twitter to cancel him a long time ago he's a musician okay i remember he's young right yeah and he had went up for his girl yes jules oh i remember this yes and he said cancel me then and they did and kinda kinda i found this out months ago because i was curious i just asked about him on twitter apparently he's been like producing and writing and doing a bunch he's been making a shit ton of money okay yeah like nobody knows it because he hadn't been doing it for himself right um but you know they they quote unquote they was like okay we just not gonna buy your album but it don't mean he can't do other shit to make money 
yeah like apparently he worked with some pretty big fucking acts and probably getting some pretty big checks uh from that shit uh but you know it's it's fine he said that dumbass shit um but uh you know he 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 um he courted with being canceled on purpose in 2018 he re- retweeted and deleted tweets from conservative candace owens he noted that he did not want to mark be tomorrow for the tweets and that people should hear opposing arguments he later clarified his comments and apologized for any misunderstandings uh let's see he defended his friend yes jules via instagram she had been criticized for her insensitive comments on race particularly those regarding black women he came to her defense asking why some black people were being so mean and called her call out culture overly sensitive his comments were received negatively by some on social media he later apologized for the way he gave his opinions saying i was talking down to you guys i apologize for how i expressed my idea there was no one there to challenge my ideas that's also dangerous that's why it's tyrannical that's where i went wrong i believe in what i said a real man can admit when he's wrong i can admit when i'm wrong um so then to this went i saw this last night where someone was like he apologized so i guess i didn't know he had already apologized before or maybe that's the apology we're about to see All right but um here's here's the one from last night i completely understand where like the 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 response and that was yeah in time after taking time to to get over myself and to to really honestly look at myself and everything that was happening like i was wrong you know i was wrong and you know i'm sorry damn it took him five years for that because that was 2018 it said right like or was it let me see what year was it was a hot 2019 that was 2019 took him four years to say that um but yeah i mean the thing is he has not really been canceled he's been canceled by y'all quote unquote like Mm -hmm. the social media um i'm looking at grammy awards oh he probably got tons of justice as a feature artist and songwriter uh album of the year record of the year song of the year uh peaches 2022 he made that song with justin bieber and giveon best r&b performance best music video nominated in all those categories one best part with her in 2019 for best r&b performance um yeah he, he seems to clearly still be working oh yeah people people don't quote unquote i, I was joking about the council who don't get canceled they just no 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 it's fine if you thought he did because i thought he did okay people just <laughs> shift and they move around and you know and on top of that i don't keep up so i was like well i guess he was quote unquote canceled because i know the album came out and everybody made jokes and then i just didn't hear about him no more that's because i don't keep up yeah nominated for billboard awards ascap awards this is in 2022 and 2021 mtv awards nrj awards people's choice awards like he never stopped being somebody but uh yeah zero to a hundred oh zero zero all right can i say zero oh man i accidentally uh put somebody's message on the stage i didn't mean to do that but um <laughs> i can't wonder what it I was made, i made a mistake you know <laughs> you know i'll be making mistakes no my i was wondering i was like how do i take that down no joke i've ever told is made karen laugh as hard <laughs> as me making a mistake I either <laughs> it's Nothing. just funny to me right, right for a whole ass tv show 
anyway this is what love is y'all what <laughs> what number did you say a zero yeah i yeah i too it was weird for me because i never really was a fan of his in the way that made me feel like i lost something if anything it would be faux cotton so yeah. i'm not even gonna lie it's a very easy faux cotton for me mm-hmm. so i got zero if i'm being honest because i don't care i wasn't canceling him or uncanceling him mm-hmm. and i thought that yes Jules shit was just stupid he just sounded stupid and young like and and he sounded like that was his friend that's how I now i don't that. know that they were really friends because i ain't never heard her say a word in his defense but it it sounded like some some dumb shit you say when he's like my friend's not racist guys come on you're being mean and it's like okay for real dog um all right let's uh let's do some guest race and then we'll get out of here everybody uh was my guest race music um is it uh what, what the fuck here we go oh yeah i don't know what happened to yes jews either y'all mm-hmm. i feel like she had like a porn tape released or some shit and then that was the last i heard about her i'm not even gonna lie I, I i do not know i'm sure she's somewhere with a lot of famous black men trying to fuck still she is a white woman with a big ass so and she's gonna always-, always have a home in the community if you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. guys uh <laughs> it's well it's well documented how we how we how we get down uh yeah it's well documented oh wait what you like bro yeah i like fat ass white girls the thick time those are my favorites yeah y'all know how you know she gonna always have a home amongst the bros uh but anyway it's sad because it's true um mm-hmm. first class american airlines passenger oh guess the race when we go around the globe read different articles and guess the race of the people involved karen plays long chapman plays long and we're all racist first class american airlines passenger has a tantrum like a five-year-old when he can't get a drink before takeoff forcing the police to drag him off in handcuffs what mm-hmm. you mm-hmm. do know that eventually get to give you a drink right yeah the unidentified man was supposedly requesting a cocktail but was denied it by officers uh prompting a row that caused the staff to call the police yeah they was like uh sir uh yeah uh you see all these people we waiting to get on the plane uh you gonna have to wait yeah or even if they just didn't want to do it yeah right they could have been preparing to take off and it could be a lot of reasons why and if anything you just made it longer to to take off and longer to get to your destination and eventually much longer when you got thrown off the plane uh i don't know if y'all can hear this audio so let me know i'm gonna play the audio I, i'm not this is not a back and forth. I, don't, I don't i don't need nobody else i don't need nobody else we're not so can y'all hear that audio i can but i don't know if they can uh, yeah the chat room can what? y'all hear that audio he just played chat room let us know because we don't know we don't yeah. know if y'all can hear it 
um they said everybody saying yes okay cool all right so let's uh this will give you some audio clues as to his race we're not going to go back and forth we're not going to go back and forth we have an investigation now now you have to talk to the school we get up off the seat and we have to exit you can record, yes, you can do all that, you can take pictures. You've been asked to move from the pilot off the plane multiple times. They have called the police, you can move from the plane. You're not being respectful, we're uh, asking. Don't have You're not. You? Okay. I was just trying to get the connection sheet for everyone. So. So he's not. Let me fast forward a bit to the more when he got louder. I didn't realize this video was gonna be so long. So, so it really pops off where one of the officers grabs his phone. You stole my phone. Now normally I am on the side of citizens reporting recording the police. Okay, I'm just gonna say that. You, you can't do that. That's illegal. Okay, I'll get up. Stop. Get up. Stop. Get up. Stop. 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 I know in your minds seeing hearing the audio not seeing the video you probably think they like choking him or beating him they are not they just made him get up and he started walking off the plane saying stop stop Oh Lord, they hear him going down the hallway screaming because you know how you had that rip on the plane. That's what's happening. And so he's screaming going down, going, going down that hallway that's cold as shit. Back into the airport. <laughs> that uneven hallway you fuck around and tumble down if you ain't paying no attention. And they got like three officers, a bunch of people in the, the that load the luggage on with the yellow flight, like the yellow uh, vest on and shit. So and you know, airplane people going, oh lord. Now it's gonna take us forty five minutes because now I got to restart my video. Right. Where I tell everybody your your oxygen mask, your oxygen max fall from the left. Right. <laughs> if you want a drink, one will be provided to you. You don't need to throw a tantrum. Right. All right, Karen. Guess the race. Oh, uh, white. The flight attendant was black. Uh, the flight attendant was black. They yes. weren't flight attendants. They were police officers. But uh, all right, let's check the chat room. See what they believe. 
uh screaming like a white woman that's hilarious. i don't know if it posted arguing with police and live to tell tale white um he was swimming in entitlement but now he is drowning in fuck around and find out white he wanted to a uh, henny and sprite uppity negro cousin greg white cut the malarkey ass white man the correct answer is most of you went white you got it right one person did say black yeah you can see all the officers around him are black they were not playing that shit uh, that's him going oh, i said stop and they got they got the nice planes y'all 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 know what i mean when i say nice planes they got like the ones that's made out of cotton and they got the ones that made out of leather they was on the, the nice little leather planes the one that sometimes go international across yeah. country um yeah this is the part where he started freaking out here also only i'm sorry only a white person thinks they can calm down and arrest like in the middle of like you just talked all that shit and then when it's like stop i'm fine we're not securing you to protect you from you nigga you're going home today or you're going to jail you're not going to home you're going off this plane right now they finally got a jail inside the airport that your ass gonna be sitting in that your now your family who just dropped you off 25 minutes ago gotta come back around and pick your ass up right he's like i considered my actions and i i think they're fine i'm like clarence thomas i think what i'm doing is fine <laughs> and i just don't know why anyone else need to be involved i will in not this. recuse myself from this plane right <laughs> <laughs> Oh, is he trying to run away from them? Stop! His shoes, his shoes, Lord, they got all the people in the yellow vest down there. Right. The the person that's supposed to be controlling. There's a person that actually controlled the the thing that connects to the plane. All of them had to come out. They they look cubicle. Right. You get you got you got the people that uh help uh, assist people down the ramp right down there because there's people that actually you know for people that can't walk the ramp they got pushed in you know and on top of that you're trying to run away for you to go into the airport for somebody else to arrest you because you're not going to get through the airport they're clearly not trying to help them either no they're there to be like come watch this you gotta come watch this this man crying and he lost the shoe which he probably would is somebody gonna pick the shoe up shit i wouldn't but he tried not to laugh buddy in the red tried not to laugh look right there that's him holding that laughing he like mm, i'm not gonna make eye contact because i'm about to crack up and my thing is he really thought him him shaking him off was gonna help him dog when you go through the airport you gotta have a former id a passport they know who you are they will lock the fucking airport down and, you will not get out that bitch you're going off the plane which is the opposite of leaving <laughs> right I don't do that. <laughs> I just the he sounds like a turkey <laughs> yeah that dude in the glasses one last he was like if i was not being Damn, recorded now the pilot checking it out 
to be like, oh, you forgot your shoes, bro. He threw, he tossed his shoe over to him. Like, there you go. <laughs> oh, shit! You're delaying the flight, sir. You are delaying the flight. This man had a full, like, tantrum crying session. Like yeah. that is a tantrum. You're delaying a whole ass flight. What are you doing for the, for the fact that put it like this? I guarantee you, the last thing the flight attendant wanted was to call them because now they know that it's going to be a thirty minute delay on the flight. Which means if I got some shit connecting now, all of a sudden my two hour flight gonna be two and a half to three hours because you want to throw a fucking fit. Also, the last thing I want to do in a, as a flight attendant serve you alcohol because your ass seem like you already on edge you definitely don't need no drinks all right let's go to the next on authorities a kilo of meth found in a backpack at the north carolina man's traffic stop a kilo yep john that's ray, a lot john ray campbell 50 of gastonia north carolina i robbed a street up 85 the gas house he was charged with meth trafficking he was booked Wednesday, April 5th in the Hall County Jail where he remains with no bond. Hall County Sheriff's Office deputies stopped him his pickup truck around 4 p.m. Wednesday near the intersection of Old Winder Highway and Friendship Road. Uh, they said uh, the truck had a tag belonging to a different vehicle with no insurance. <laughs> Didn't think that one through. Hey, Randall, look. This ain't got no insurance. Police say they saw open beer containers in the vehicle. Oh, shit. Uh, he was given a field sobriety test. He was charged with driving under I'm influence. I'm assuming he didn't have ass. I don't know. He was charged with driving under influence. He searched, they searched the car. They found a bag in a, a backpack in the truck bed with more than a kilo of meth. Estimated street value $77,000. Ooh. That's the race. White. Karen's going white for this one. Uh, let's check the chat room and see what y'all believe uh, the race was. On my post posting, hold on. I don't see. I don't see it. Me either. Are you in the right chat? Um, are you in the back room chat or something? Or the because I know there's like a producer's chat and then like a chat chat. Okay. Anyway, they said uh, man with three names, a lot of meth. Of course, he white pickup truck white NC cracker with from the gas house i'm the danger white walter white i am the danger yeah oh open container white meth white man's crack white life damn every, uh everyone's saying white uh the correct answer is white he was white And that's him right there very tatted up he looked he looked like he sell meth you know <laughs> he looked like he sell he got a very methy aura to him you know <laughs> <laughs> uh but yeah he uh he saw that he got caught um all them tattoos yeah oh you did see it okay i couldn't tell if you was on screen or not um all right let's go to the bonus round so far karen you're two for two i think mm-hmm. right all right 
All right, let's go to the last one. Woman posing as a security guard broke into Atlanta houses, police say. Mm-mm-mm. Uh, police are searching for an older woman who they say was pretending to be a security guard when she started breaking into houses. Oh. Mm. Accused of burglarizing a home in Buckhead once in December and then again in January. They identified this woman as Birdie Millsap. Police say she had a security patch on her shirt as she uh, was checking doors at a house on Peachtree Battle Avenue. If you have any information about this suspect, you are asked to call Atlanta Police or Crime Stop. Oh, that was a quick one. Engagement stuff. I go like, hmm, I haven't done that, but stop. All right, so Karen, guess the race of Birdie. What was her name? Uh, Birdie Millsap black Karen's going black mm-hmm. <clears throat> oh nana is black says june from harlem <laughs> nana. uh i live around the corner from there she black says ariel <laughs> sappy sap black says emil uh mammy disguise activate black says cypher miss birdie is a sis itl shouted black uh blake i believe young looking ass miss parker black lunel black <laughs> lunel white the correct answer is uh and so i said black skin the correct answer is black <laughs> i feel like trey must have seen this story already because he said lunel um, one person did miss it. I'm sorry. And she do kind of look like Lunell. So I think he may have seen this one because uh, uh, this is her right there. Now, what's going on with her eyebrows? Oh, I no! Know. I don't know what happened with them eyebrows, sis. Oh, somebody was angry with you. It looked like the Joker. It looked like it's giving. And uh, they uneven too? It's giving Mrs. Potato Head, you know? Oh no. Somebody drew them too. Maybe that's part of the disguise. She's like, they'll never catch me with these eyebrows. See, they're going to be looking for a person with normal human being eyebrows. See? And what I'm going to do, what I'm going to do, I'm going to draw them on my face like a clown. <laughs> so they, so they they'll when, never catch me. The, none of the facial recognition gonna match see that's what i'm saying i can't even open my iphone with these damn eyebrows okay no my 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 iphone can't even recognize me. my face don't even compute right now so see us i'll be off the grid uh all right so ratchetness <laughs> she a fat man building brows <laughs> what oh that's right i know somebody calling no i forgot i had turned on an option 
and now I just realize why I don't have that option anymore. I turn on an <laughs> option that makes my songs blend to the next song ah. on my Spotify. So when I'm listening to a playlist, uh, it'll automatically kind of have a seamless mix like it's a Beyonce album. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, and now I realize that, that you can't do that. It, it don't work for everything. Uh, Sore <laughs> ratchetness is uh where we go around the globe and we find different articles about these people with sores and we're trying to spread awareness about the scourge that they are to our society and so we can take it seriously um in this case a man was sentenced to a violent sword attack um wait why did this video stop playing is this it uh but this man was sentenced to a for a violent sword attack um that he did at a peer recovery center i think we've covered this story from the ruta to the tuta no. so now we're at the sentencing phase oh this is just this ain't news this is just him talking um yeah randall mason 42 pleaded guilty to an attempted murder charge he's gonna get Ooh. 25 years in prison Oof. yeah and i think he's a black dude uh but yeah uh he uh back in august 29 2022 officers responded to capital connections drop-in center in sheridan avenue for reports of an assault just before 2 p.m a 34 year old man was found with severe lacerations to his body bleeding profusely mason was accused of slashing the vehicle victim several times with a sword uh john romano was later revealed as the victim of the attack and he was taken to the hospital um in critical condition uh he said there's a quote that i love that says or maybe this is the clip I'm sure you already know my life will never be the same. And some people would think that I'd be filled with anger and rage. I've learned that that would do me no good. That would harm me. There's a quote that I love that says, to hold on to anger is to drink poison and expect the other person to suffer. So I want you to know that although my life will never be the same, I will move forward. Mm. Uh, yeah, I disagree, dog. Um, these are swords we talking about. It's too serious for that. Okay, <laughs> this man need to go to prison forever. This is why I'm glad you're not in charge of sentencing. All right, y'all, that's it. Thanks for listening, everybody, for uh, enjoying the show. Everybody tapped in live i know we had uh some technical difficulties, but we weathered the storm. Mm-hmm. I don't know how I'm gonna edit this shit for the. Uh, youtube will maybe they'll just get several minutes of me off camera refreshing and karen trying to play music who knows but (laughs) we'll talk to y'all soon until then i love you i love you too